0: You're listening to
1: Guinea Pig and Green. I'm Laura. And I'm Stephanie. And we like talking about health, wellness, and eco-friendliness in a fun and approachable way. Today we're talking about one of our favorite things. And that is yoga. Yoga. We're really excited to share this one with you. Let's get Get to to it. it.
0: (laughs) Welcome back to Guinea Pig and Green. Hi, Steph. Hi, Laura. Hi, Laura. We are cozied up in Steph's house. Yes. Oh my gosh, this is the first time we've podcasted together in a really long time. It's the first time we've podcasted together, yeah. And it's the first time I'm... we've podcasted in my house.
1: Yeah. We have hot toddies. If you don't know what that is, we will include a recipe in the show notes. You gotta get your hands on one of those. This it's basically
0: season. tea and lemon and honey and alcohol. What could be better? Yeah,
1: they're nice and... Literally nothing could be better. <laughs> we just got back from a hour-long Power Yoga class at uh, Power Yoga Canada in Oakville, and it was a really tough class today. It was sweaty yeah. and lots of vinyasas. Yeah. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, that's like a little flow sequence where you go from plank to upper dog to downward dog over and over and over again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and it's killer. It was pretty great, though. Yeah. Like, it, throughout the vinyasas, you kind of... <laughs> wish that they would be over but I'm feeling pretty good right now yeah when you leave the classes you feel really light
1: and calm Mm -hmm. I I sort of go to them in the fall I was going to them just to have that feeling afterwards of feeling like sort of empty in a really good way
0: yeah yeah you definitely leave feeling much lighter yeah that's all the sweat you lose probably yeah
1: (laughs) you're probably a little dizzy and dehydrated (laughs) not if you're doing it right Anyway, today we wanted to sort of share uh, some of the reasons we love yoga and try and break it down a little bit and make yoga a bit more accessible to people because sometimes I think it can feel like yoga has to be an entire lifestyle. Yeah. You know, like if you're going to do yoga, you also have to be wearing Lululemon all the
0: time and walking around in running shoes and drinking green things. Everyone knows that yogis practice barefoot that's ridiculous.
1: Well, you know what I mean, like in their everyday <laughs> lives, they just they're kind of people that wear yeah. workout clothes all the mm-hmm. time. And I think sometimes the life that whole lifestyle aspect can seem intimidating for people who who don't see themselves as that whole package, if you want to call it, the whole package.
0: I get a lot of people when they find out that I do yoga saying, like, oh, I couldn't do yoga, I'm not flexible enough, Mm -hmm. which is kind of the worst excuse ever because yoga helps make you, like, helps increase your flexibility. Right. I guess it's kind of like a chicken and egg thing. Like, I don't know whether they think, like, yogis are born flexible. Right, which is, I can assure you, not, definitely
1: not the case. Like, I have seen so much more flexibility in the last few months that I've really committed to my yoga practice than I ever thought was possible, and sometimes you don't think that it will be possible. When you first start, you're like, "I'll never be able to do that," mm-hmm. but using that as an excuse not to do it seems a bit um, off yeah. somehow. It doesn't seem like
0: it's true. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I guess athletically, we probably come from different backgrounds. Like I grew up playing hockey yeah, and stuff, different. and but like at the same time, ta- like we've kind of ended up at the same yoga place mm-hmm. where we both really enjoy the power flow. Like a Baptiste style power vinyasa, Um, and there's such an array of yoga, and like yoga manifests itself in like so many different ways to different people. Definitely, Um,
1: yeah. I think one of the things we want to emphasize is that um, like there's a yoga class or a yoga style or a yoga home practice for everybody, and no matter what background you come from, too, whether you're a hockey player like Laura's or I was a runner or in a swimmer like you there's something for everybody so even if you see yourself as like you're a football player like Mm -hmm. I used to go to classes where football players would come to the class because their coaches would tell them to yeah um because I think one of the things that yoga helps with a lot is things that other sports don't necessarily touch on um which are flexibility and balance um those are not necessarily sort of highlights of other types of exercise
0: I find it really helps um, mm-hmm. um with your like developing the strength that you have in all the small muscles that support your greater strength overall. Right. For me, um like arm balances alone have made my upper body strength so much better than it's ever been like when I actually considered myself an athlete. Mm-hmm. Um which is really great. I mean, I broke my arm a couple years ago now and just how quickly yoga has been able to help me recover right. because it's been building up all those small muscles as opposed to, like, a lot of things that you would do in the gym, like, it, on, right. it focuses, it focuses on, on a lot the big- of the major muscles.
1: Yeah, um, which is
0: totally good to have as well. Mm-hmm. I think
1: both are aspects of, like, a well-rounded yeah. um, exercise sort of routine. Um, but flexibility and balance are not as emphasized, and I think they're s- super important. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, that can also help you avoid injuries. So if you're an athlete and you're sort of thinking that you don't need yoga because you're already strong enough, um, first of all, there are a hundred other reasons that yoga might be helpful. But also, it might help you to recover faster or prevent injuries because you're more flexible. Your body is used to being bendy. It's not as likely to sort of jerk itself into a position that's not going to feel comfortable.
0: -hmm. So that's something to think about. Yeah, I know at my studio where I practice, uh, one of the owners is a triathlete. Like he's Mm -hmm. done Ironmans before, Um, and the yoga came after, and he ended up opening two yoga studios. And we have another instructor with a hockey background, and of course, like you were mentioning at your yoga studio, you have a lot of instructors who have dance backgrounds. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just it just goes to show there are people who come from all sorts of places. My dad has asked me before, um, what kind of people go to my studio. Uh, I think he's trying to psych himself up to go, yeah. <laughs> and it's actually everyone. I couldn't, right. I couldn't even categorize right. a, everyone into one type of person right. who goes there. Because and I it think really is everyone.
1: Yeah, and I think it's lovely when you go to the class and you see all the different levels really represented. Not that you should really be looking at other people. <laughs> You're yeah. supposed to keep your eyes on your mat. But you know, even today we had people who were struggling through certain parts, and I was struggling mm-hmm. through certain parts. Um, and who are clearly at different levels, who are just at the beginning of their journey, yeah. or who are teachers and are still working on things. It's that's what I like about yoga. It's sort of very focused on just progress. Yeah, not I, necessarily an end
0: goal, just progress, like progress mm-hmm. in your f- strength, and your flexibility, yeah. everything. I love when I hear um, new people who are newer to yoga asking um, the yoga instructors for advice on certain poses. Um, because they're so happy to give that advice or even asking other students in the class. I've asked students in the class things before. I've had people ask me things before. Mm -hmm. Um, and like being open to like showing your vulnerability, like you don't have to go in with this front, like, I know what I'm doing. If you really don't know what you're doing, because sometimes the questions like can be really, um, helpful, helpful to your practice. Like I heard the other day, um, a girl who was double-jointed who asked the instructor, what can I do, like, when I'm a downward dog, like, my joints, like, right. they're, like, all going all crazy. And the instructor who she happened to ask was also double-jointed. Ugh. So she had great advice for her. Right. Um, so never be afraid to ask. People are yeah. like helping.
1: Because even if you think you've sort of mastered a pose or whatever, there's always, like, a, a little bit of advice or, like, a little way of looking at it that can really change your whole idea about the pose. You know, like... Mm-hmm. You know, you can be doing crow, and then someone will say, okay, we'll try and keep your legs parallel to the ground now. Yeah. And that just adds, like, a whole other dimension to the pose. Or yeah. try and straighten your arms now. Mm-hmm. Like, all of these things. Um, That's not maybe not the best example, but there's lots of different
0: yeah. tiny things. I remember when I was learning crow, just somebody giving me the suggestion to just look a couple of inches in front of you on the ground. Right. And it just, like, it was so... Yeah,
1: these little, little things that change your whole mindset or your whole paradigm of the way that you look at the thing, Mm -hmm. the way you approach it. Yeah, Um, You know, even just, like, the the drishti gaze, which we don't need to go into it, but it's just basically focusing your eyes on one point throughout the entire pose. And, like, that can really just sort of bring a whole different level to it um, Mm -hmm. and really be helpful. And I think that kind of ties in with um, some of the other things that, so the other ways that yoga can be helpful, not necessarily in your physical body, but in
0: your mind. Oh, yeah. It's definitely super calming and helps you. I find like the whole practice of breathing through something that's uncomfortable, mm. super helpful to be able to apply yeah. to my everyday life.
1: I've really found that. Um, when I first started going to the studio and they're talking about if you're in a pose and you're hating it. Mm -hmm. so what's coming up for you what are you resisting right now like why are you fidgeting why are you thinking about the end when when are we going to be done this all this stuff and really just trying not to react to your own reactions like trying you feel your feelings but you don't need to react to them like yeah I'm pissed Mm -hmm. that's okay like that's just what I am and just sort of sitting with it anyway and I found that that actually does translate maybe not you don't even have to try and make it translate to your real life it just does You'll just be in a situation, and all of a sudden you're like, okay, maybe I can take one moment here and not necessarily react to this right away. Yeah. I found that that really did just start happening.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I totally have moments in my life where I, re- like, <laughs> resort to my ujjayi breath. Like, I just, like, <laughs> I just need to, like, get away from people. Translation, that's just, like, a really deep
1: breathing kind of yeah. breath.
0: Yeah, get away from <laughs> You die yeah, breath. You die you
1: breath. You're just sounding like a cult again. I know. Oh man, we were joking about that earlier. How? Because at the one studio that we both go to at the moment, um, you open and close the practice with ohms. Yeah. Which is just saying ohm really loudly, um, and and they're playing sort of Eastern yeah. music. And Laura's like, I bet from the outside this place just seems like a yeah. like a cult. But don't let that stop you. I think that's what we're trying to get across. Like. If you're open to it and you maybe go into it thinking, okay, this is a little silly. This is not totally who I am. Yeah. But this is something I still want to
0: explore. Yeah. You might find that it's fine. Uh And at the same time, it's... Like, I've been to a class with our friend Nitai before where I just, like, we left and we were both laughing so hard. Like, the instructor was just a ridiculous person. And I know that's, like, probably really mean to say,
1: but it wasn't, like, it wasn't. Yeah, but exactly. You You don't don't have to like every single instructor or the way that, there's not one way to do yoga.
0: But I just feel like there's this play aspect to yoga where you can be Mm -hmm. playful and you can find things ridiculous and you can just, like, have fun with it and it's not about being serious all the time yeah and, um
1: well you're telling me that story about your 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 friend who's a, a yoga instructor in training and oh yeah who just like ran out in the middle of
0: the class being like oh darn it I really have to pee and I'm so like ah. yeah she it's was like, like yelling like I don't know she was dro- <laughs> dropping f-bombs and she just she was so angry that like her own need to pee distracted her from the practice that she was really enjoying.
1: But I think the funny part of that is that, you know, you, you when you think of a yogi, it's like, oh, you are yeah. serene and you chant and you meditate for three hours in the morning. Like, there's so many different shapes and sizes. Yeah. and she's doing teacher training right now. So. Yeah. Yeah. But there's just so many different types of people that would do it.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but
1: I think definitely the... Um, The focus that it can bring you, like I said, that that gaze, holding your gaze, just focusing on one thing um, and trying to let everything else fall away, like, Mm -hmm. patience is a big one. Like I said, like, dealing with things even though we don't enjoy them or we're not
0: liking them. Mm -hmm. I have um, one of the yoga instructors at our studio. She intentionally does the pose, usually um, at Power Yoga, they don't. They don't go through the whole flow with you. They keep talking and talk you through through the poses, right. but sometimes they'll get into the poses. And she makes a point to do all of the poses that she finds uncomfortable with us, mm. which I think is like a great, right. Um, it's like good for her to, to push herself, that yeah. she makes herself do that.
1: Um, I also want to give a a quick shout out to our friend Isabel, actually, because one of the things that she focuses on in yoga is just, she just seems to have her head on in the right way when it comes to yoga. Like, she doesn't get all caught up in all the other things. She told me once she went to a class and she was maybe not feeling the greatest and she just was listening to her body and her body was like... I'm not feeling up to this, but she still went to her class, she still got in there, and then she spent most of the class doing child's pose, and she was totally okay with it, because mm-hmm. the truth is, that's sort of what yoga is about, it's about your own personal yeah. journey, your yes. own personal breath, your own personal, if, if, if there was a day, you know, we talk about yes. this all the time, wobbly days, or like, you know, even today we're doing some things before we went to the class, and I'm going, yeah, my, my arms are really feeling weak today, and... Mm-hmm. That's just happens. Or yeah. like my legs are in a lot of pain. Yeah. It just, you cycle through things and you have to just focus on what's important. It's not a, I think that's what I like about yoga. Even though there's competitive aspects. Yeah. It's not a, comp, it's not a competition.
0: No, but it's very like humbling to yourself. Yeah. Like knowing what you, and I, one of, um, actually one of, he was a hockey dad. Um, one of the boys who used to play hockey with my brother, mm-hmm. his dad just signed up for power yoga. So I've been oh, seeing nice. him. It, his mom, too, the two of them have been coming uh, every week um, uh, at the same time mm-hmm. uh, when I'm there at the studio, and he came out of a class, and he was just like, he had been going for a few weeks, and he made a comment about how the class like kind of humiliates him, and yeah. I really wish he had used the word humbled. Because mm-hmm. I think humiliating is about it's other, the wrong word. It's about yeah. other people, and like humbling can be about like your yourself. Yeah, um, and I hope that maybe it was just like, <laughs> like yeah, just humiliation is like a little extreme like, yeah. to feel during. Your but class, I like but the I, think, I like that it humbles you. You know,
1: like yeah. when I was starting a crow, I just fell on my face literally yeah. like three times a day, or in in headstand when you try and do a headstand and you just literally fall over over and over and over and over, <laughs> over again yeah. on your butt like. If there's just something about that that I think
0: is important. Yeah. And it's like, I like that you can't, like, there's infinite things that you could do in yoga. Oh, yeah. Sometimes people, like, I don't know, like, I, I think uh, compared to a lot of people, I can reach, like, some of the more, like, quote, unquote, advanced poses but there are so many that i can think of that i can't like a handstand i know i can't i don't have handstand yet i don't have a lot of poses that i'd like to work towards right but every pose that seems impossible from the outside like once i get them you just like on to the next there's so many that
1: right like that's one of the things i like about following um certain people on instagram that post yoga poses um there's one kina mcgregor and first, like for outsiders when you first start following her it seems like she can do everything everything she's so strong she's so flexible she put both legs behind her head and like walk around on her hands or something i don't know (laughs) um but she talks about all the time about how like you know it took her five years to do handstand. like it took her five years to do these things and there's still things she tries to do like you might have every pose imagine you have every pose now you can work on the transitions between poses like you can jump through or you can jump back and like all these different things so it's like it's an infinite journey, and yeah. there's no one. She, I would consider her yeah. one of the best yogis that I have seen in our generation, kind of idea. And she's nowhere near being yeah. complete as a yogi, if that's even a real I don't, concept, yeah. which I don't think it is. No, it's awesome. But I think I think that's one of humbling. That's a great word for it. I love that. Um, and you went
0: on a, a yoga retreat, actually. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I actually think that that is one of the things that actually made me fall in love with yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, I had been going to yoga for years already, but never really had a solid commitment to it. Mm-hmm. Usually it was about like, oh, okay, I have this friend and we'll meet Mondays and we'll go over this yoga thing and it's good for your flexibility and um, never totally got into it. Um started going to yoga a little more regularly with my friend Ian, who, plays ho- who played hockey with me, um, and then I just decided it was sort of a mental thing where um, I knew I would be graduating soon, and I thought that maybe going on this yoga retreat would provide me with some mental clarity, mm. uh, and I did that, and I came out of it so physically relaxed, like, more physically relaxed than I had been in any of my, like, d- memories, Right. Um, and I ended up just getting way into yoga after that. Like, yeah. Uh, it was super helpful, and I would recommend it to anyone. I could probably, I, we can link to it on the page, the one mm-hmm. that I went to, but there are a lot of yoga retreats, and um, I just really enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh. It seems like a a good
1: way to sort of commit to yourself as well, mm-hmm. to to the journey, like, okay, I'm going to spend this money, and yeah. I'm going to spend this time, and I'm going to make a commitment to myself. I think yeah. that's a huge, hugely important thing as well. Um And if you, if you feel like you can't afford yoga, that's, I think sometimes, yoga has become a bit of an industry in some ways, like their yoga clothes and yoga. Yeah, that's
0: totally right. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like a
1: whole thing and yoga can be expensive and, you know, Lululemon, do we need to have Lululemon to do yoga? No,
0: like you can do it in an old pair of sweatpants. I think that you could do it naked. Yeah. Steph will not go to a naked yoga class with me. (laughs) I didn't say never. It was pretty much a never. Or it was like, I don't like this clothing optional business.
1: Oh, yeah. It was like, they're like clothing optional yoga. It wasn't naked yoga. It was clothing optional. It's like, tell me what it is. It's naked yoga. I'm not going to go and be (laughs) naked if everyone else is wearing undies. I'm not going to go and wear a sports bra if everyone else is not wearing a sports bra. Like I'm not into that. Like clear boundaries, please. Thank you.
0: Also, that's all. I would find my own body so just distracting. So distracting.
1: (laughs) I would just spend all the time being like, oh, oh, that looks funny. Okay, (laughs) Can we just have something to smooth that out. Okay, cool. Like nobody, nobody wants to see that. So, nobody yeah. wants to see other people's bodies in yoga positions if they're not models. Like, at least I'm speaking for myself. I don't.
0: Keep your eyes on your own mat. But could you? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <I> really? <laughs> no. Okay, wait. So, back to okay, your really important point. The about important ex- point <laughs> is that
1: if you feel like yoga is inaccessible to you, you have a few options, I think. Um, there are so, so many free videos on the internet now and like good quality ones. Mm-hmm. Um, or, of more affordable ones like Yoga Glow, I think it's about fifteen dollars a month, which is a huge price decrease from going to a studio, mm-hmm. and you get access to tons of classes by really great yogis. Um, but so you can look up free ones. You yeah. can we'll link to a whole bunch of resources in the show notes, and then we also both really recommend. Um, trying to develop
0: a home practice. Yeah, we actually wrote a post on this yeah. um, a few months ago.
1: Yeah, because it's just a way to... Like, the going to a studio class can be really helpful if you're a really, really beginner and you don't know any of the poses, because starting at home would seem completely um, unattainable, but a lot of studios do at least a free class or 30 days for a certain reduced price, so you could try that out, Um but, yeah, home practices are awesome. Mm-hmm. Home pra- the words home practice make it sound very sort of, um, I don't know, like more intense than it really is. Like when I say home practice, I home practice basically just practice could
0: literally be you in child's pose for half an hour. Yeah,
1: exactly. Or stretching. Yeah. Like just doing a few basic stretches. I
0: love making a playlist to go along with. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. Just or convert. not even, a, like, not necessarily even a playlist, just putting on your favorite music, period. Yeah. Like, let's put on the Beyonce album. Yeah. And just thinking,
0: and either just letting your, <laughs> I love that new album. I know, so good. Actually, we listen to it at the yoga studio all the oh time. Oh my gosh, it's the best. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. But yeah, <sighs> even just seeing what your body feels like doing, yeah. or even using the songs to time different aspects of your mm-hmm. of your practice, so like... For the rest of this song, I'm going to be working on arm balances. For the rest of this song, I'm going to be doing hip openers. Exactly. Um, Type thing. It's super easy to put together Fast a whole practice. Fast-paced song
1: for, for
0: like, vinyasas and slow-paced songs yeah. for pigeon. Yeah. pigeon. I put on MIA for my, like, badass moves. Like, headstands. Like, stuff like, like pincha, And I was working on pincha, Yeah. I like, some of my cooler art arm balance.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I, so definitely, like... <laughs> It's a good way, I think it's the best way to play. And I love the word play when it comes to yoga because I think yoga is so about play. And in a lot of classes they might be like, okay, do some handstand prep or do some headstand prep or whatever. But um, like you mentioned in a conversation we were having before that there's something about not having an audience. Yeah. Like, being able to just have your space in the yeah, really, wall nearby. If
0: I really do have to
1: topple over, I don't want it to be on to someone else. Right? Exactly. <laughs> like, that shouldn't be another aspect of what comes into your head when you're yeah. trying these things out. I've, like, tried out some of the most fun things ever, just mm-hmm. doing it on my own in my, yeah. in my house. Mm-hmm. So, definitely getting into that, we would recommend if you're new. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, there's the other
0: option. Oh, yeah, Energy Exchange.
1: Mm-hmm. Not
0: every studio offers this. Power Yoga Canada does. And
1: often, um, a lot of
0: places do, actually. Yeah. Just check the website. Mostly yeah. they list it. If you're in uh, Montreal, Moksha Yoga, yeah. I think, has one.
1: Does, mm-hmm. uh, Moksha Yoga branches, I think. Yeah. Most branches have it.
0: Okay. Yeah, but it's it's awesome. Essentially, I work uh, one shift per week at the yoga studio, so it's a three-and-a-half-hour shift, um, and... In exchange, I get unlimited yoga, so mm-hmm. I don't have to pay for uh, pay to go to the yoga studio. I can go to any of the Power Yoga Canada locations. Um, and in exchange, I work the front desk, so sign people in when they get in. Um, I mop the floors after uh, my shift is done, sweep the floors between classes, like do some spot cleaning, uh, make sure the area is like presentable and stuff. Uh, some classes will let you help out in other ways, like if you have a strength in social, or some sorry, some studios will help you help out in other ways um like if you have a strength in social media um being able to help them with that um so it's really about like seeing what's available in your area and exchanging your energy for free yoga yeah totally um i love it i think it's such a great way to get to know the instructors and even the other students um and the other energy exchangers uh, right. at your studio like i felt instantly a part of the community at pyc Uh, when I started doing it, and yeah, I really like it.
1: Yeah, you just develop more of a sense of community than you might get just going to regular classes, so it's really cool.
0: And for me, I actually get to go to a class during my shift. That's cool. So really, it's like, yeah, it's a a two-and-a-half-hour shift, plus you get to do a yoga class. Yeah, it's awesome. um, mm -hmm, It's great. I would recommend it to anyone. Really cool.
1: So, I hope that we may have shed some light on... Different aspects of yoga that aren't always immediately obvious. Yeah. But you know, it's not the secret club that you have to be
0: a certain way to join. Seriously, I hope that anyone listening feels comfortable enough to ask us anything because I love talking about yoga. Totally.
1: If you want to come to yoga with us, just holla.
0: Oh my at gosh. Your girl. Yes.
1: Yeah. Oh, we should totally do that. Like we'll okay. a yoga meetup or something. Guinea pig and green yoga meetup. That would be so fun. That'd be awesome.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right. See you at the yoga meetup,
1: guys. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so thanks for listening, guys. If you have any questions, like Laura said, please ask. Ask away. Ask everything. We're not uh, experts. Have an excellent day. (laughs) Okay. That was rude. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys. Bye.